three, two, one, live. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, people. Welcome to the Ryan Smith Podcast Brainstorm. Get your umbrellas out. I got a quick update on all the hot trending topics, and I'm going to start to slowly expose a scandal. Hashtag charter school bandit. You guys want to know something that no one else knows in the country? And that is uh, pretty much as scandalous as it gets. Unless you support the richest of the rich robbing the poor of the poor by stealing their public education funds to buy mansions in West Palm Beach and hang out with Trump at Mar-a-Lago while doing so. If you're for that, then it's not a scandal. It's cool. But it just so happens the guy that handled his money was me. Allegedly. I mean, you know, if I was telling the truth. And if all those newspaper articles that backed this up were accurate, which I have no idea. I actually don't remember. All right, so guys, let's say I was writing a, uh, a book, and the protagonist in the book was a young college student, much like myself. And he was recruited because of his incredibly rare ability to crunch numbers and save a lot of money. Um, let's say that he noticed that the school was classifying many students for speech, 90% actually. Um, you can be classified special education for speech from kindergarten to second grade. I think most schools classify 10 to 12%. Charter school that I was running classified 90%. That's, you know, they just wanted to make sure everyone was speaking correctly. Well, they also got twenty to $24,000 a year per student from the state instead of seven. So while the whole idea is the charter school operates under, with 85% of the funding that the public school operates with, somebody could be very slick and put the public school into a bankruptcy situation because 85% of the money is not actually 85% if you're getting 900% more special ed payments. I mean, that's triple. That's 300% more money to educate that student. And guess what? I've heard that in the hood, they speak a little differently than rich white people. I don't think it's a classification for special ed. I mean, I be, being someone from New Jersey that's educated and smart, I'll tell you right now, I don't know if anything special uh, education can fix with my speech. I have an accent. They have a dialect. I have a dialect, you know? Go to different areas, you get different dialects. Inner city has its own dialect. It's even part of the culture. It's one of the flavors of America. I love it, actually. You know, it comes out in hip-hop, deaf poetry. It comes out in church. It's a part of who they are. They call it a disability. And not only that, they, they just rob them blind. Well, what if I told you that the man responsible for it all managed to skirt all liability because he had a special ed director who he... Paid off maybe $150,000 worth of debt. Again, again, this is all in a book I'm writing. Obviously, this, it's very detailed, but 
you can check my resume just because I worked at a charter school for a man with the same name does not mean that I'm talking about this man. That's absurd. I mean, he's a lawyer. His wife's a lawyer. I would get sued. They sue everybody. And I have nothing against him. Actually, he's one of my mentors. I mean, he didn't look me in the eye, though, the day I left. So I figured there would be a day where I'd write a book about someone like me in honor, in memoriam. Um, so, yes. So, you know, you start off, and by the way, K through 2 was always the majority of the students, so that 14000 extra a year, I think, normally amounted to, oh, I don't know, let's see, $1.4 million extra dollars than normal K through 2 gets with the same number of students. Then he takes me to analyze expenditures of around $3 million annually. I save him an average of 20%, throw another 600000 on there, and now you got $2 million. Charter schools are nonprofit organizations. A lot of them operate with something called a management company, which is interesting because we all have our checks from the management company, but all of the teachers and people making the decisions are employees of the school. The management company... Well, we make every single decision, decide how much every single person gets paid, decide everything. The school actually makes no decision. There are people that represent the school in the management administration building working. Some of them had houses that were bought. All of us had Mercedes. Um, I think it was an Aston Martin, a Mercedes S55 red. The Aston Martin was navy blue and the Rolls-Royce Phantom. I want to say it was Gray. Check it up. Vaughn H. Gregian. Uh, he lives somewhere on the main line outside of Philadelphia. His house was an ex-hotel. Well, there was this guy that talked about strategic bankruptcy. I remember at lunch. We went out to lunch in the book. I was writing the book, and I made this character from Connecticut that went out to lunch with us and was talking about how He's developing homes in Connecticut, and theoretically, because they were pre-construction and he had word the market was going to crash, he didn't think people were going to come after him for the money, and he could divert it down to West Palm Beach and, you know, buy this property, because next to the property, so conveniently, was a property that looked like the other half of the same property. Huh. They were both under an acre, and that... Uh, gave them certain rights because they were smaller. They were beachfront on the north side. I had no idea when I was writing the book, you know, what I was talking about. It was so confusing. And then I remember this man buys a property there for $40 million. And I say, wow, that's a lot of money. And uh, wouldn't you know, Von Gregian who's the character, he actually, I actually worked for him in real life. He's the the antagonist in the book. Um, no, he's not. What would you call him? He's my hero. He's the hero in the book. I haven't ended it yet. Like I said, this is just a chapter. He decided to buy the property. I remember his wife was quoted in the paper saying, we have been dreaming about this house for our whole lives. You know, she said that when they bought it in 2015, when I moved to Colorado, 
And I remember being angry because, you know, $2 million a year was being funneled in, largely by me keeping my mouth shut for three and a half years and by me saving from 600 to 801 million dollars. So I kind of felt that, man, 2.4 million came directly from my savings and there was an exponential amount I couldn't even calculate that came from this deal that now all copy machine lease companies do, unlimited. You lease them and they will come do repairs and fill your toner and they used to do a per click charge you every time something was copied. I negotiated the first ever unlimited deal. That alone saved $5 million. Add that to the numbers I've already told you. You know, it starts to get up there, huh? You're about 10 mil. And uh, wouldn't you know, after I left, the school doubled in size. So uh, that happened in three and a half years. And in, in three and a half years, all of a sudden, he buys a house next door to this gentleman we used to have lunch with. And also, the adjoining property that the gentleman owned. Under a trust fund, of course, that he was a board member of, as was his wife. And, uh, well, let's just say that this man, a year before the trust fund owned by Mr. Reagan and his wife was sold, he put it up as the most expensive house ever in West Palm Beach, $90 million. And then it drops to 60, then it drops to 40, and, and the, you know, it goes under contract for 60. And the, the guy that buys it is a, uh, basically the construction never ended. They just kept building, and then the developer filed for bankruptcy. Somehow it was still sold for a profit, Trust profits, the man from Connecticut gets indicted for fraud after filing for bankruptcy. And, uh, you know, charter school sits there and these children that were promised better educations have higher standardized test scores and show absolutely no. This is the great part. Now I have data on this that no one has seen. It's just a book. It's fiction. But I, I can't say that enough. This is a book. It's fiction. I mean, I know it sounds like I'm telling a true story, but I mean, that would get me sued for slander or libel, and I'm not interested in being sued, so like I said, please, don't get confused, this is just for entertainment, but um, you know, things, crazy things happen, journalists hear things, and they, they, they're the people that dig that dirt up, let them do that, this is just me having fun. He's a, like a hero of mine. He really taught me so much. He went to law school, never practiced a case. That's how he knows things like, you know, strategic bankruptcy over 13 years. And his wife slips up by saying, this is our dream house, even though we never moved in. And even though the builder goes bankrupt and we had a contract for $60 million, and the guy that bought it was in, in prison for fraud... No quid pro quo, I'm sure. I'm not saying that there's $30 million in cash that I heard them talk about in 2006 that would be exchanged under the table in exchange for him doing about two years in Club Fed. He'll come out and they'll each get a house for $30 million. That was off the blood, sweat, and tears of the African-American community of Chester, Pennsylvania. I'm not saying any of that. I'm 
certainly not saying that I have videotapes from lunch because I was the first one with a video camera phone because that would be absurd. He, if that was true, <laughs> then I, it wouldn't be fiction, and I have said it's fiction. Well, I'm going to publish this. Get ready for the next top stories coming up. Anyway, so, you know, it would be a great book if it was a true story. Because then you could just take the book right to the press. Speaking of that, I seem to have lost a copy of the book. See, what happened was I told myself uh, that at age 26, when I left that organization, that, uh, I'm sorry, it was actually age 30, uh, 25, I said, you know what, 15 years, I bet you somebody is going to have 15 people, one per year, sign affidavits. And whoever that person would be, would be someone that believes very much that revenge is dish best served cold. And uh, heating it up would require a microwave with, I don't know, more numbers than mine has, seven figures at least. <clears throat> but what if I were to tell you that recordings are taken with people saying, do you know you're being recorded? Of course I do. And you're telling me you changed test scores. Why'd you do that? Because I was given a bonus. Really? <clears throat> hmm. What if I told you that the fictional book contained some facts about teachers that, before they started, had a mortgage on their house paid off? And that the man that signed all the IEDs was so in debt, <clears throat> paying so much child support, that they bought him a house and there was some under-the-table cash that was facilitated. <clears throat> and I figured when I got my own under-the-table cash, knowing this guy to be a cheap fuck, <laughs> and knowing myself to be one liked by these people... While they despised him, they uh, knew I was blinded. But ah, finally, the money <laughs> comes back again. Hey, woman, I know you probably didn't lose it three times, but two times, but this is the third time seven figures are in my bank account, and I'm not 40 yet. It's an accomplishment, especially because I'm 39, and when I turn 40, you are going to be looking down at your lap, listening to a judge shove a ruling up your ass that I, I concocted for 15 years. That is if this were not a book that was completely fictional. So, I know you have the best lawyer that money can buy, or is it just your wife that, what does she do really? You know, I know she's practiced some, uh, she pretty much wrote your coattails, right? And she has a law degree. Yeah, I remember she used to tell me this great legal advice once. When you type numbers in a document, like, there are two students. Then in parentheses, you put the number. 
after you type T-W-O. I remember thinking, wow. It's like female Mark Garagos. <laughs> or the female uh, Mark Garagos's Down Syndrome child. Anyway, <clears throat> how's the cokehead son? Good? Yeah. I bet. I bet, I bet. Listen. Man, I've had a pretty good life. I just have been knocking people out left and right. Own my own restaurant in Denver. Over the uh, pandemic, I was the one that went to all of my competitors and showed them how to stay afloat with a conversion to to-go. You would probably think that's a pussy move, but uh, it got me into 40 under 40 in Colorado after already being 30 under 30 in Jersey. It's not that bad. I mean, I'm not going to accept the, uh, you know, I'm not going to accept the award or whatever you call it, but, uh, you know, I like the fact that people that enjoy collecting trophies think that I'm worthy of one. But uh, I like to hunt. And if uh, I hunt targets of people, I can just put their head up on like a, something that a taxidermist would use. That's my kind of trophy. I got an Armenian head planned next. But you definitely didn't, uh, you know, there's no quid pro quo or there is no man that worked in administration that was a director of special ed that, you know, might have had his IEDs audited by the state and by the skin of his teeth passed. There'd be no way that you would let any bad blood come between you guys, would you? No way that he could find out what other people were making. Oh, wait, he... No. I wasn't allowed to tell people what others were making. It was, uh, you know, one of my duties. I do remember saying, you know, hey, since I've saved you about $600,000, how about you pay me like these other fucking imbeciles you have working up here? You yes-men that help you break the law while you have a fucking rock star accountant that lets you get away with it all. That you caught a pencil pusher bean counter to me. And who was very nice to me. He was the only one that was. You have that fat whale of a cunt Marie. My God, she didn't even work. <laughs> I, she has you wrapped around her finger. Oh my God. It's like... It's, oof, that's the type of woman I hate because... Usually it's like a, an attractive woman. Not one that looks like Jabba the Hutt. You know, threw up a sumo wrestler. <laughs> but, uh, man, she befriended your wife. And, man, your wife would tell you. And you would fuck how to, how to jump. And you would, you know, sit in a chair and let her know, I am jumping. This is just how tall I am. <laughs> and she'd say, oh, you're so cute, little Vaughn. You're going to kick Ryan's ass and I'm going to help you. And then you're going to see my legal team and you're going to shit yourself. What am I doing this for? Eh, I guess I'm bored. You know? I've been to 34 different countries. I think I've slept with 250 women. I've managed to skirt off that evil that uh, so ages men. Their marriage and children. <clears throat> Lost it all. Twice. Gained it all. Three times over. 
And this time it's enough that, uh, yeah, when you put 25 grand in Bitcoin in 2016, you know, go ask your bean counter to let you know how much that is. And then uh, when you get that money and invest it in a consulting company in the form of a podcast, if you could pay $999 per subscription, and then you get kicked back from the new computer systems that, that you have them buy, which costs $1,000 a month, but you save them 1100 Does that sound familiar? Like my style? Yeah, yeah, I got you. It's the best system. It's going to enable you to do online to-go orders. You can run out the back door. You can run them under a different name in your restaurant as to not hurt your fine dining brand, okay? We're going to do small menu, late hours, high profit margin items only. And, uh, you know, you're going to pay kids to crank them out. And what will happen is this machine here that I'm going to get you, that all your servers will use during dinner service, yeah, it'll cost a thousand a month, but I acquired a credit card processing company to acquire somebody that was pretty good at writing the computer code. Oh, wait, that was actually me. <laughs> and I wrote my own point of sale system. I'm not going to tell you the name, but it's ranked third in the country, <clears throat> only because I won't do interviews with the people that rank them, but, uh, I can't find one thing that uh, anyone does better than me. And I can finance my system and save you a minimum of $300 a month. <clears throat> Brand new system. We'll pay you to take it. How about that? That's right. And when uh, you're the humanitarian, no matter what I sound like now to you, <clears throat> doesn't matter. I'm a humanitarian. I volunteered his time selflessly to save his competitors even if it would be later to his detriment which of course it would not because you taught me not to do that it's a fucking america survival of the fittest and guess what pal right now you ain't that i'm feeling hungry and i'm setting my fucking bullseye on you i just got done with the cia i just got done getting sovereignty for a group inside of the united states of america I got final meeting set with the NFL and black owner. Yeah, that's after saving the restaurant industry and maybe being the first person being cured of CTE. That's just in the last six months. Now I want you, motherfucker. <clears throat> Step up. Show me you're a fucking man. I know you're going to need a fucking stool, but do it. Step up and I'm going to shred you like a piece of fucking linguine. Be scared. Guys, this is Ryan Smith. That was not a threat. That was a fucking promise. And of course, if this were a nonfiction book, he'd have something to be afraid of. Thank God he can just go home and know that there's no way he has anything, right? No, of course not. Ryan wasn't slick enough like that. He definitely wasn't someone that would uh, seek revenge. Pfft. Get ready. <laughs> How many states? Nine? Oh, you bad man. Enough is enough. Wait till you see who I have on my side. You can spew all the bullshit you want. The cameras aren't even going to point at you. Oh, man. Well, I told you you would regret this. Actually, you know what I did? I thank you for the opportunity. Because uh, I was taught to 
even when being abused, to conduct oneself, conduct oneself professionally. And I did so with you. Respected you. Every single word I said to you ever. And now it's time to show you. You beat everyone that you face. You make a career out of it. You talk too much, motherfucker. You told me too many things. You brought me to lunches. You forget everything. Wait, what was that guy's name? That black gentleman that... When we got the computer grant that we brought the computers over to his house. You don't think I would have documented everything, right? Stealing federal grant equipment. That's not a crime. Anyway, it's a book. What are you worried about? It's a fiction book. I'm sure your wife will get it. I'm sure she does something except pretend to play lawyer at a fucking school that pretends to play school. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ryan Smith. I hope that your umbrellas kept you dry from my brainstorm. This one had a little bit of bloodlust in it, but stay tuned. Hashtag. Guys, get it started for me. Hashtag charter school villain. Hashtag. I hate the poor. Hashtag. Black lives do not matter, says Vaughn. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Probably won't have any effect, right? Nah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just twiddle my thumbs here and say, who's next? Who's got the CIA? It's you. Motherfucker, it's you. <laughs>
I dedicate this from hereby on. Da 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 Tuesday. <laughs> and the end of the largest K through H charter school in the country. Because the stupidest decision you could ever have made was letting me walk out that door without a fucking gold-plated chariot. I don't care how much fucking money you put in my pocket. If that shit wasn't six, seven figures, it wasn't enough, apparently, because what you don't understand is you could pay me ten figures right now. I can't put a price on black people's lives. You can, you scumbag. And I have all the proof. If I were you, I'd move to Ecuador quick. Because <laughs> I know you think you're going to, just by the nature of this thing, get the gag order, get this pulled off air. Uh-uh. Call my lawyer, Kent Walker. CLO, Google. Maybe you know him. I think he's a little tougher than the uh, Udell grad with the fucking growth on her face. <laughs>